All right, y'all. So it was announced the day that we're recording this that Les Geis is retiring as president of Louisiana Tech. And I'm sure we all have thoughts about this, but I just want to point out that, you know, it's primary season and, you know, the Iowa primary is coming up. So maybe he's like gearing up for a presidential run, like a U.S. presidential run. Huh. Maybe maybe a presidential walk. You know, he likes to walk. So That's true. Yeah. Why <laughs> run when you can walk? <laughs> That was so dumb. That was uh, that's it right there. I think we just I think we have a twelve second intro this week because that's it. That's the point. Uh, that's <laughs> fucking that's stupid. That's <laughs> why it works. Well, less guys stepping down. I was my junior year was Dirty Dan Renault, and then he stepped down, and uh, then it was less guys, and that's who I graduated with. Uh, I'll never forget that. You guys know how long commencement takes if you graduate in the in the spring semester or quarter well, now they they divvied it up so okay well they that's have multiple graduations nice, but it wasn't yeah. divvied up back then the spring commencement it was four hours long for mine it was so painful it was so bad my family left and willingly went to ljr so, uh, <laughs> if that tells you how bad is it, it possible was. to be reverse sponsored by a company because this is now twice <laughs> that we've slandered LJ. Oh, it's more than twice. Oh, oh it's like twice, twice in like a month. Like that's <laughs> it's impressive. Least, it's at least quattro tiempo. Go tech, please don't die. Is proud to announce our partnership with El Harito, um, <laughs> which is Spanish for the Harito. Yeah, what I'm, what, I guess what I'm saying though is, if you want to open up a Mexican restaurant in, in Rustin, sponsor us, and we'll talk you up the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, so commencement took forever, and Les Guys, I'll never forget it. He would he had to stand there and had to shake everyone's hands. And when I went up to get my diploma, and he shook my hand, he looked me square in my eyes and said, "Matthew, congratulations." And I even said, "Thanks, Doctor Guys," <laughs> loudly. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, what dedication to stand there and pretend to give a shit for this long." about some bum ass fuck who's getting a degree in history that we all know you're laughing your ass off about after the commencement. And I realized that that's no way to merit a person's value or worth, but he's a good guy in my book. And I think LaTeX really going to miss him because he fucked the sports and all that shit right now. He really put a lot into changing stuff on tech's campus. I mean, we could go on and on for hours, about all the new buildings, the renovations, the expansions. Yeah. I was telling Catherine the other day, I- yeah, I think more stuff has changed on Tech's campus since I graduated, which was Dan Renault's last commencement ceremony. So I think more stuff has changed on Tech's campus since I graduated than since like my parents were at Tech in the in the early eighties. Yeah. Right. Like I literally lived in two buildings that my parents lived in when they were at Tech. And now both of those buildings are gone and replaced by new buildings. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, my thought though is so when Dan Renault retired, they renamed Arizona Avenue or Street or whatever, Dan Renault Avenue through campus. I wonder what street they're going to name after guys. Tech Drive is my guess, just to get that one out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I miss that. You know, some days when I'm driving to work, contemplating why I do what I do, and if we really start dying the moment we're born, I think about getting off exit 84 on Tech Drive and going past the shitty Pizza Inn. And That's not 40. there anymore. RIP and the, well, there you go. That shows how long it's been. <laughs> and the twentieth subway and a gas station uh, or whatever the fuck. So I'd love to go uh, Tech Drive, not for less guys. Where would we put? And I was just reminiscing there briefly, folks. Sorry. But where would you? What would you call le- less guys? Anything? Uh, didn't they rename Alabama to uh, Dirty Dan? Did you already say that? 
It was Arizona. Alabama, I would love. That way our stadium doesn't have an address on West Alabama Avenue. There you go. West, West Leska. Oh, God, that's too hard. <laughs> West Geist. There we go. It's West Geist Avenue. West Geist Avenue. <laughs> this podcast is fucking stupid. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. Is that the whole fucking cold open? Was that all we've been doing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we're probably going to cut all of it and just go back to my bad joke at the beginning. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. God, I wouldn't have riffed on so fucking long. What an idiot. Uh, I'm Matt. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Well, Uh, (laughs) this one's off to a great start. Great start indeed. Much like we hope to get off to against UNT. (laughs) There there we go. Nailed it. Yeah. And we're back, baby. Let's go. A game that Tech is actually favored to win. 3.5 point favorites against the Mean Green. Not something, I mean, I would have predicted. North Texas is an AAC school now. Not that that means a lot when you're removed from CUSA, but... Tech has not been good, and North Texas has been better, but they just lost to FIU, so yeah. Who's the real bitch? FIU, but... (laughs) Hey, they won, didn't they? Threw some 300 plus yards. So no, I Um, turned on my home address. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this game is uh, this Saturday, 6pm on ESPN Plus or in Ruston. Um, And Nathan, you mentioned... Uh, three and a half point favorite. I'm seeing four and a half now. So, oh yeah, you're right. The betters are loving La Tech in this one for some reason. Maybe it's number one in their hearts too. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, this game will be played 6 p.m. Central in Ruston, Louisiana, at Joe I. A. Stadium, or streaming on ESPN Plus again. Um, I, I don't know who the who will be making the call on this one, but hopefully we can hear Chris McCoskey. Again I think and it's Lynn I think it's Lynn and Chris again. Hey, so, there we go. Shout out, Chris probably listening to this episode right now we'll tell you nothing of value my friend <laughs> just go just go and skip to the end yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> the coda might be funny we'll see when we get there yeah i'm just curious like what have we shown because i haven't watched any north texas football so far this year but what have we shown in these three games that makes vegas think we're four and a half point favorites but now that i'm looking up some stats it's more what has north texas shown <laughs> that makes people think we will be able to score on them cuz the over under 68 as well so that's a what a like 35 31 type game 30 yeah. 36 32 yeah so close to the the perfect number yeah i mean come on vegas but yeah i mean looking at north texas it it just looks like their defense is just historically bad yeah and yeah. that and uh bode is the word of the day folks bodes well for uh a t a la tech team that recently uh boris gumped all over uh northwestern state yeah with a bottom 10 overall yards allowed per game passing yards per game and rushing yards per game allowed by north texas they haven't been able to really stop anything uh you look at who they've played so far i mean cal is an atlantic coast conference team now but Ugh. they even the Golden Bears were able to drop 58 points on North Texas. FIU, remember that game against Louisiana Tech, that final score was pretty low, 22-17. Against North Texas, 46-39. to Yeah, FIU put up 514 yards of offense, including almost 300 through the air. We held them to four. Amazing. <laughs> we got to bring that up as much as we can. Yeah. We got to get a lot of mileage out of that. <laughs> 
Now they did change quarterbacks. FIU did, but uh, yeah. But so did North Texas. But we'll get there in a second. Let's let's stay with the defense first and, and switch it up from how we normally do it. Every single time a fourth down has been attempted against the Mean Green, it's been converted. Oof. Allowing a hundred percent fourth down conversion. Seven point <laughs> three yards allowed per play. That's another one that ranks them in the bottom ten in college football. Uh, I'm just going down this list and seeing what else I can find. Uh, they are not able to get pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. Their sack percentage on QB dropbacks is in the bottom 25 in college football. Just, yeah, I mean, just their, just their. Even if we're not looking at advanced stats, like total defense last, rushing defense last, passing defense 119th out of 132, scoring mm. defense second to last. They're allowing 52 points a game, and like. That would be different if they played, you know, Cal and like Texas or something. But they played FIU. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we can't score on this team, man, like I thought Northwestern was the worst defense, but man, I, yeah, I don't it, know. It was fun being on a uh, friend of the show, Sonoy's show uh, yesterday. I think this comes out. It will be out already when this show comes out. Uh, and I mentioned the fact that Texas run defense has really struggled this year and things like that. And I was like, yeah, I think we have like technically one of the worst run defenses in the country. And he's like, oh, just you wait, wait, wait till you see what you're up against <laughs> in North Texas, because they know what they are and they are not a very good defense running, passing anything. Also, shout out to Sonoy and his show. She doesn't edit because he doesn't know how. Um, <laughs> and I riffed and said a lot of things that later turned me into a meme uh, which i was very proud of uh, so shout so out you're to saying Mom. i should let all your little things i should edit keep them in the show now i would like to continue being employed and in the united <laughs> states uh, so fair enough uh, so yeah. tech has the 118th ranked run defense allowing 191 yards per game uh, which isn't great considering who we've played however that is 101 yards less than North Texas is averaging <laughs> 292 oh. yards per game dead oh. last oh, wow. 6.4 yards per carry. Oh, that's, Oh man. Yeah. On my uh, stat attack for bleed tech blue this week, I have a chart showing the, the yards per game um, allowed compared like all the tech opponents, both offense and defense, just to kind of see where the tech offense lines up against the North Texas defense. And yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big jump uh, down that <laughs> the end of that graph up to North Texas. That's unfortunate. But yeah, so I, it doesn't sound like we're very afraid of the mean green defense. What about the offense, though? Evan, uh, any thoughts about North Texas's ability to move the ball down the field? Yeah, I mean, offensively, it looks like North Texas is about middle of the pack so far through two games. They're not particularly great at any one thing, but they're also not terrible. So total offense are ranked 74th overall, 386 yards per game. Rushing the football, they're averaging um, 144 yards a game, which is 78th. And then passing, they're a little bit better, 243, which is 62nd nationally. So they also score. So, I mean, if you look at some of the advanced stats, their their offense is scoring 4.6 points per opportunity. So points per opportunity, meaning trips inside the 40-yard line. Tech is only scoring 2.8 points per opportunity, which is really bad. But with that being said, we've got 19 opportunities and North Texas only has 12. Um, we've also played an extra game, though. So that's probably why. They also have a quarterback problem right now, too. Uh, Austin Ani was... You know, the longtime starter 
for North Texas. He's gone. He tried to make, I think, the Atlanta Falcons and was cut from the team at some point during camp. But to replace him, they brought in Chandler Rogers from ULM. He started the Cal game and did not find success got getting benched for Stone Earl or Early. I'll go with Early for now. Early came in the game, looked better, so he got to start against FIU. And then he struggled against FIU. Chandler Rogers came in for the second half of that game and looked better better but really oh. neither of these quarterbacks are inspiring confidence yeah i mean chandler rogers i think definitely played a lot better um in that second half he's 11 for 15 200 yards two touchdowns qbr of 91.9 so i think right we but how many second that. half points did north texas score compared to first half points yeah that's fair i mean they scored 19 compared to 20 so <laughs> and uh yeah. and you know ended up losing the game so you know, they say if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one, right? So uh, it'll be interesting to see who they're going to start against us. Or who will come in at halftime. They will start a quarterback. Well, you're probably right, unless you're talking USM. Oh, God. <laughs> My brother was at that fucking game. Yeah. I was at that fucking game. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> of all the games I've almost left early, man. Yeah, he really should have left that one early. A lot of photos of himself laughing. <laughs> i was wrong earlier by the way it's stone earl all right stone earl stone earl uh yeah so i mean that's their passing game i mean you you hit on other things that we return a lot of the running backs that we re- would recognize the names of oscar attaway uh, isaiah johnson ayo adei um, all of them have had previous good years if not breakaway games in the past but they were able to put up points right against both fiu and cal but that offense is not able to compete with how bad their defense is. So let me read out some names to you from last year's box score and tell me if they're still on this team. And I'll tell you if I'm concerned. Ayo Adei. He's still there. Oscar Attaway third. Yep. Kalen Horton. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Isaiah Johnson. I believe he's still there. Okay. I, 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 uh, I cake a Ragsdale. Ragsdale is still there. Okay, so I just read off five names, uh, four of which are still there. What was the uh, fir- what was the name I said? Maybe not. Kalen Horton. He is still there. Okay, so those are the five running backs that went for over sixty. The lowest one was sixty-two yards in the game against us last year. I've got good news. Kalen Horton's a wide receiver now. Okay, well he went three for ninety-seven last year against us. Um, average of thirty-two point three for those who uh, needed some help with the math. But I'm a little concerned because last year they had five running backs go for, you know, over six yards a carry on us. So and they're all returning. So that's my big concern for this game, as I mentioned in the season preview. Now that I have the roster up in front of me, maybe uh, they'll turn to a third quarterback. Now that I see his name listed here, a quarterback that we know very well, having followed ah. Louisiana Tech and the not too distant past, J.D. Head is still on their roster. So if Chandler Rogers or Stone Earl can't get things figured out, we may see a J.D. Head sighting. Yeah, I mean... We, probably not, but you, you never know. Yeah, I mean, the UNT fans that might make the trip might be uh, chanting, we want Head, if the uh, two quarterbacks <laughs> don't do very well. <laughs> Certainly hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> you know, Chandler Rogers and Stone Earl aren't proving it to them. They're going to start the uh, we want Head chance. Um I'm yeah, already but, starting to debate whether or not that's going to be the episode title or if that's too bad. So, no, uh, you, can't, you can't do that. This is a family show. It's a family show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, North Texas. It's a region. <laughs> it is that's a region. True. I'm there. And also Evan, a school. Evan, Evan lives in North Texas. I do. So does Sonoy. So do a lot of people. <laughs> and Daniel. 
Yep. And Chance, Chance our, our good buddy Chance. Yeah. I haven't spoken to Chance in years, but I'm sure he's doing well. Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump ahead into what the computer polls and what Vegas says about this game. I think we hinted at the Vegas line earlier. But Massey gives Tech a 51% chance to win this game, 34 to 33. Meanwhile, ESPN FPI is a bit more optimistic. 67.9% chance to win for Louisiana Tech. And Vegas favors the Bulldogs now by four and a half points over under 68. So like we said earlier, that's about a 36 to 32 final score predicted. Hmm. So they all pick Tech, but various levels of closeness, although all seem to be kind of that one score territory. Do you think it comes down to the wire like these polls are predicting? Or God, do you think I hope one not. Team runs away with it. Matt, you want to start? I'd like to think pun intended we do run away with it. We just go out there and drop our pants and take a big fat deuce all over them. <laughs> do you think that's what is going to happen? You said you like to think that. Yeah, I like to think a lot of things. <laughs> This is like the stupidest fucking podcast today. So the uh, <laughs> oh, today <laughs> for all time, I went back and listened to the first episode recently. My God, it sounds like a bunch of fucking dumb fucks. I guess that hasn't changed much, but yeah, the, uh, that's that's our whole thing. <laughs> yeah, since the since the beginning, I I'd like to think the tech does run away with it, but oh lord, you know things have been so topsy turvy. But I I'll go. I mean, give a score. I can I can I'll say. Uh, yeah. I'll say uh, 28 to 10 LaTeX. Wow, that's a bit more low wow. scoring than I would have thought. Evan, do you see it going with that few points on the scoreboard? No. My biggest question is, is North Texas's defense really that bad? You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're giving up 500 yards per game and 52 points per game. And I hope that they're that bad and we're, you know, we put up 52 points and, you know, kind of run away with it. Like you said, I hope so too. Cause I want to post skip Holt staring into the camera again. It's annoying. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Face face over it. You know, will we be able to generate the same type of running game? You know, considering that we're still sort of without our top running back, as far as we know, Marquise Crosby, um, won't be back. I, I don't know if he will or not, but I assume he's not back. So Tyree Shelton got limited action, but you know, we saw great running this past week, but will that translate to an FBS opponent, no matter how bad. And then, you know, the balance that FIU's offense had last week, 32 passing attempts, 35 rushes. I think that's where coach Cumbie would like to be, but will we be able to generate the same, type of balance that FIU found to success. And then uh, I don't know. It's just hard to say because those running backs torched us last year, man. And I don't know what their deal is this year. They're not as high ranked in, um, in their rushing proficiency so far this season, but I don't know. I just, I see it being maybe like a 41 to 38 and I'm not exactly sure who I think has 41 and who has 38, but I'll say tech wins just because this is a tech podcast. So I think it'll be a, a late win for either team, but I'll pick tech 41 38. Yeah. I'm with you on the 41. I think the other score is 21. I think this is a 20 point victory by the Bulldogs. And I wow. think that we get to 41 because of two field goals. I'd feel pretty good about that. Already yeah. matched three wins, three and one, and then destroy Nebraska. Pound Ooh. the natties. Storm I the honestly field. believe that that Northwestern state has a better run defense than North Texas does. We'll see if that's true this week or not, but I think that they have shown themselves to have the better run defense and tech ran all over the demons. This is an opponent that if tech jumps out ahead of, 
Um, whether it's through the running game, whether it's through, you know, the quick passing game that we love so much or however that ends up working. North Texas, if they try to pass the ball to come back into the game, that's where they enter real issues because of interceptions. Something that I haven't mentioned yet on this show is that the offensive side of the ball, the issue is interceptions. The interception thrown percentage, so the amount of times the quarterback throws a pass and it's intercepted, 8.2%. That's third worst in college football. Wow. And that's two quarterbacks there. I mean, Stone Earl has been the bigger contributor of them with four picks by himself compared to Chandler Rogers, just a single. Uh, But Chandler Rogers, when he was playing against Cal, he threw, I'm trying to remember what his stat line was, but he was like one of seven with a pick or something like that. Both of these quarterbacks can just look straight bad. We just had our 13th straight year, or we're currently in our 13th straight year with a pick six. I think that's something that happens again uh, this week against North Texas. If not a pick six, then a pick like you get the ball back to the 10-yard line or something like that. Just because our secondary wants to intercept, our secondary wants to make the big play. We saw that against Northwestern State, and I think we see the same thing against the Mean Green on Saturday. And I think that all combines together for a 20-point win. 41 to 21. Hey, I'll take it. I am ready to be disappointed. Yeah. So now we move on to the tweet of the week. Actually, Evan, yeah. What's this week's tweet of the week? Oh yeah. Great tweet. Great tweet. This week's tweet of the week goes to our boy at tech 22. He says a great long day at La Tech. hashtag timeout for tech and a La Tech football win. I'm headed home and he's in his car, you know, buckled up for safety too. I'll mention, you know, he's got that, he's got that leash on, you know, got to make sure our boy is safe. Um, driving in the, uh, the Bugatti down, uh, <laughs> down the street next to the stadium, you know, after the game. So shout out to tech 22 and shout out this picture is kind of blurry a little bit too. So I think there were Which some I think jokes adds about, to it. yeah, there were some jokes about, you know, he's clearly in motion. I think as the, t- as the, uh, <laughs> picture is being taken. Also the little car has a, a tech license plate on it that says 22 in Roman numerals. So you gotta love that too. Also, he's got a chopper in the car and a 22 ounce in the glove compartment. Oh, would that yeah, fit in the glove in. compartment yeah. of this tiny car? The 25th. I, I think it's far more concerning that you're not questioning the fact that a full blown fucking chopper semi automatic <laughs> weapon would be able to fit, but you're not sure if the alcohol could. Yeah, so that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at G-O-T-E-C-H-P-L-S-D-N-T-D-I-E or head to our blog, gtpdd.dog, where you can check out some blog posts, you know, recapping the Northwestern State game, one coming up soon about previewing the North Texas game, or you can fill out the contest, compete against your peers on Twitter for who can guess the who will win this game, will Tech beat the spread and the over-under uh, right now, we have, I think, a four or five way tie at the top of the leaderboard. So if you want to see your name, enter those ranks. Fill that out now before you forget. GTPDD.dog slash contest. Also, you can go to the shop where in addition to the shirt of the month that I've talked about now for a few episodes. I know it's it's about the middle of September right now. So you can still get that, you know, Camellia Bowl 1973 National Champion shirt. But you can also get the sticker of Tech 22 driving in his car. With the Go Tech Please Don't Die logo on there. It's our 2023 sticker. It's still 2023. So if you haven't got one of those yet, if Evan hasn't given, I think, Evan, you said you'd given them all away that you had. Um, we'll have a <laughs> resupply soon. But uh, if you want to get one of those for yourself and don't want to try to, you know, talk to people on a tailgate, then feel free to order on the website as well and make sure you get a few of them. 
That site again is gtpdd.dog. And until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And go tech. Please don't die. I do. One of my favorite things to do is, you know, when the opposing coach on the on the sideline starts like ripping into his guys, just screaming expletives to just be like, sir, this is a family environment. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Northwestern state coach at one point was like, it's a fucking four, two defense. Play your lanes. (laughs) I do like it when we put the the kids zone. I do like it when we put the kids zone, like right behind the team bench. So like they have to look in the faces of a bunch of kids before they start cursing. It's really like psychological warfare. It's a fucking four, two defense. (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> <sighs>